and welcome back to another episode of Tea Time. I'm Elizabeth Urban, one of the news editors at The Vedette. I am Sandra Sparza, a news and features reporter here at The Vedette. And today we're going to be talking about um, a recent event that happened, really awful event that happened, um, Astroworld's um, disaster. Yes, it was a very one of the, another one of those things that's in the media that's just completely consumed me. Like I just, it's all over my social media, and just what happened was scary. And mm-hmm. if you don't know what happened, basically there was a huge festival that Travis Scott does like every, for the past what three years, I think. I think so. Something like that, and he, um, there was over fifty thousand people there. They were understaffed. They were. Everything was not how they were supposed to be, and people ended up losing their lives and being hospitalized and being severely injured, and it was a really scary situation. Yeah. As of right now, last time I checked, there were eight people dead and 13 hospitalized. Yeah, and one was a 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. And we, we were speaking about this a little before we started filming, but there's a nine-year-old in a coma right now. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's just wild it's to just think so about. It's just so sad. He was on his dad's shoulders and his dad was getting squished and he couldn't breathe. So he collapsed and the kid got trampled. Like, oh my God. it's so scary. And the more and more I'm reading about it, the more and more details I'm getting about how they were understaffed and how it was a very not safe predicament. Mm-hmm. Um, with going back to when we talked about the Gabby Petito case, Brian, Brian Eaton is like a Twitter guy. He's like a news reporter, um, and he's been keeping up with everything that's going on now, and I've been reading all about it, and some of the stuff is mind-blowing. Like, half the people working there was their first day ever working as a as a security guard or mm-hmm. working at that event, and they were paying them through Cash App underneath the table. Oh, I was, my God. Yes, I was reading about that today. <clears throat> and they, like, never got paid, and the one guy who, was, who like, came out and made a statement was like, I've never even been a con- to a concert before in my life. And, this, oh my and they just hired me, no ID, check, nothing. Because they were that understaffed. Mm-hmm. And those things happened because nobody had experience who was working. And, like, that's so scary. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing a lot of um, stuff that happened through TikTok. And one of the perspectives that I thought was really shocking was the perspective of an EMT who came after... they Because the, they had EMT staff there ready in case of an emergency, but... No one was expecting the size of the yeah, disaster yeah. that happened, so they were severely understaffed. So they called for backup, and this was one of the guys. They, when they called for backup, only three EMTs came, and he said immediately they were all taken to different places. And when you're doing CPR on a person, you should have a backup so you can switch off. Yeah, because and they, you they need didn't to be able have that to option. exactly. You like, need to be able to grab like the what. Compression. Yeah, the you know the resuscitator. Oh the yeah, yeah. It's thing. a more than one person job, and mm-hmm. like. And you just get tired doing chest yeah, compressions. Yeah, and there was people who don't know how to do CPR and who were giving, who were giving, doing compressions, and giving CPR to people and severely injuring them more because they didn't know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And I was reading all about that too. That people were, that there was an EMT who was there and she got pulled out because she passed out. And then I saw that they, one too. And then yeah. she started helping and she was realizing how many people just did not know what they were doing. It was, mm-hmm. it was just a disaster after a disaster. And the fact that the concert proceeded to go on was so so scary yeah the biggest thing that was mind-blowing to me was there was you i know you've seen the images of an ambulance literally in the middle of the crowd and the concert is still going still performing and it's getting rowdier like mm -hmm. it's not just like he's he's a performer that has gotten arrested for insinuating riots before at concerts and like for a person i love travis scott's music but i'm just like super disappointed in this whole situation and it makes me like not want 
to even support him anymore because I kind of find it not true when he says that he had no clue until after the concert what was going on. Right. Like, there were so many videos and instances where you can so see that that man knew what was going on. And it was scary. Like, it, it the videos are terrifying. Yeah, like, you know, try to give people the best, um, you know, when in doubt situation. But, like, because I know there were 50,000 people there, but at the same time, there was a clip of him pulling, like, pointing out somebody in the crowd. So clearly he could see what was going on. And then obviously the ambulance there's no excuse for that one because they had red flashing lights exactly. and a big truck and people were trying to stand on top of it and stuff i was seeing videos of that yeah somebody actually did stand on top yeah of it. and like, then the, also doing? the fact is you're saying like yeah he saw it but there's actual videos of him pointing out saying that girl's passed out like he knew it he mm-hmm. verbally said it so how could he not assume that it was getting so much worse when after the concert sold out he made a tweet saying like all the wild ones getting in Right. And then that tweet, he deleted that tweet after the, soon after, but when he made that tweet, the damage so was already many done. people broke in. There was mm-hmm. videos before the concert even started of mayhem that was occurring. It was like them, um, videos of, in the beginning when people were all waiting in line and they broke over the fences and, mm-hmm. and people were getting trampled and like the, the, just in like, um, did you see the example of the one girl and guy who were like climbing up on top of the, the stage where the Trying camera to guy was? Trying to tell yeah. the camera person? In... I was reading her, she made a post, like, afterwards the next day, and she was saying that the, they were telling her, like, if she doesn't get off, they were going to push her off, and it was a 15-foot ledge. Mm -hmm. So it's like, this whole, everyone needs to be held responsible. Oh, absolutely. The entire event, like, I um, was reading up on Live Nation and, like, injuries and stuff that's happened, and there's been so many instances in Live Nation concerts where stuff has happened, and because they're not following protocol, Mm -hmm. like... I know that their OSHA regulations were not updated in a few years ago. In 2011, a concert at a concert that Live Nation was was putting on, a stage collapsed and 60 people were killed. Like, there's just so many instances. It's like um, this should make all event event venues like sit down with their higher ups and be like, okay, we need to make sure that this never happens again. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's concerts are such a big um, money drive. Mm-hmm. Because people are fans of their favorite artists and they want to see them no matter what, as we've seen in this case, where people are literally willing to break the law or to put other people's lives in danger to see their favorite artist. But that doesn't give companies the excuse to take advantage of that and just suck the money out and just like throw them in a dirt pit, you know, yeah. where everything could possibly go wrong does mm-hmm. go wrong. Yeah, that's what I, that I agree with that statement. And the fact is, the event knew before the event happened, everyone at who, the higher ups knew that they were not properly staffed. Mm-hmm. They were completely understaffed, and from what I'm seeing, they were paying people under the table, and they were not experienced people who did not know what they were doing. And also another issue that um, goes back to Travis Scott and him acting like he didn't know. He was warned by Houston officials that this was that this could happen, mm-hmm. and that this will probably happen, and he disregarded it. So like that's why I can't really sympathize with him because. He had he knew this was going on. Mm-hmm. Like Kylie Jenner made a tweet saying she didn't know it was going on, but her Instagram story literally showed the ambulance in the crowd. Yep, and I was like, so it's like, how could you not think, like, <clears throat> put two and two together? You know, it's like, oh my god. Yeah, it just was a very sad situation, and like Travis Scott attracts a lot of the young crowd, so there mm-hmm. was a lot of young kids there. So like. I don't know, it just, the whole situation was super eerie and freaked me out, and then when I go, 
online and I read about all these other people who do performances and see videos of them literally stopping their concert for one person that passed out. It's like, Mm -hmm. come on. You can do the same for 50 people that passed out? Exactly. And also that just shows that he doesn't care about his fans as much as he say he does. Because if you care about your fans, you would have stopped then. You wouldn't have allowed that to keep going. And also he wanted to perform the next day. Live Nation canceled it, not Travis Scott. Exactly. So that just proves a lot too. It's like, and all those people, it's just, and also, can we put into perspective, like, we're still living in times of COVID. Like, I know, like, it's different, but we're still in a pandemic. It's still active. It's still mm-hmm. happening. And so that many people at a concert, I just think, in general, is too much. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to start gradually getting to that point. Yeah, like, I realize that Texas has much looser laws around True. COVID, so that might technically not be enforced, but, you know. <laughs> of course. Live Nation and Travis Scott could make those efforts themselves to enforce those rules at their concerts. I know some artists have been doing that. I don't know if any of them have been in Texas, but I know that just personally that that's what they've been trying to do to help ease people's minds with the whole COVID situation. Yeah, and there's, like, it's the whole thing, too, is just how can you be on stage and just, like, I'm pretty sure there was multiple times where people were making chants, like, begging to leave Mm -hmm. and asking for help. And nothing was being done. Like, I just don't understand how it, how it just kept going. And the music just kept going. The performances kept going. And right in front of the stage are all these people getting CPR, lifeless people. Like, I just, it's so scary. And then there's so much more behind it. Then there's, like, conspiracies. And then there was also the whole part about the one person maybe possibly injecting people. I I read about that. I don't know if that's true or not, so don't quote me on that, but... Like, there's just so many other instances, and it's and it's scary, and it's mm-hmm. frightening, and it makes me never want to go to a concert. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever personally go to a concert of that size. Just claustrophobia and just safety precautions yeah, in general. Sure. But I did see on, again, on TikTok where somebody had said that um, their friend went to the concert and they were given a laced drug. So... I don't know how many other people yeah. receive that kind of stuff, but, also, but just family a, reminder, don't take drugs from people you don't that. know. If you don't know what's in it, just don't take it, you know? I was literally <laughs> just going to say, can do yourself a favor and never take drugs from someone you don't know, especially in a concert. Like, mm-hmm. that's like the biggest red flag. Yeah. <laughs> that whole situation is just kind of like mind-boggling to me. Like, just to think that that could happen. And also, um, I can give a little bit of an example. I went to a Lala a few times. When I was in high school, don't know how, like, looking at it now, I'm like, how could I, how did I do that? Because I, there was, like, I can, I know how hard it is to be at a concert, especially in the heat. It's in Texas, so it's probably hot. Um, when I went to Lala one year with my friends, it's just, like, an all-day event. And Astro World's kind of the same because there was multiple performances that day, so it started super early. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of an event like that. And I just remember it's just, like, I wasn't hydrated enough, didn't eat enough, and there was a time where I was in the middle of a crowd and I was on the verge of passing out because I was just so dehydrated because it was so hot out. Mm-hmm. And like when and people who work at these concerts know that these these things happen. So you just would think that they would be extra cautious because you know how many lawsuits there are now. Oh, yeah. There's at least like 11 right now. And yeah. I'm like, and then this could have all been prevented. I don't feel any sympathy for I don't, you at all. I don't. And, like, another example, I was at Lollapalooza with my friends, and another person who kind of is very, um, is a rapper who kind of out, not out there, he's just very, like, hype, and a lot of people go crazy, was G Herbo. I saw him at Lollapalooza. Mm-hmm. And he was at a small stage. But I was at the performance before, so I was a lot, I was pretty, like, close to the front when he was performing, when he was about to come out. 
And as soon as he said he was coming out, the whole entire crowd shifted forward. And it was, like, something I never felt before. Like, it was a straight mosh pit. Like, everyone being shoved forward because everyone's trying to get closer. My friend was having a panic attack. I had to, like, literally pull her out and bring her out because of how, like, she was freaking out because everyone was getting squished. And so it's, like, I know... Obviously not to that point, to that perspective of the mm-hmm. astral world, but to a point, I know what it feels like to be stuck in a crowd like that, and it is so terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's scary, and it's it's squished. Like, you can't get out. Once you're stuck, you're stuck. So, But thankfully, I got out and went to the back, but, like, it's scary. And, like, another example, my, I went to Lollapalooza, and one of my friends, we were at, at the concert, and she passed out in my arms, and we had to, like, bring her out. Like, that's just instances that's happened between, like, my friends, and it's not even because of drugs, it's not because of alcohol, it's because of heat, it's because of the amount of people, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know, concerts to that capacity, I just, like, Lollapalooza in that many days, I just feel it's just not even it anymore, like, it's just not safe all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like there's another, going back to, like, putting the companies who run the whole thing and holding them accountable, is I feel like, um companies know that once you're in the festival you can't leave so you can't go get food or water from mm-hmm. somewhere else and bring exactly. it into the park so they upcharge you and charge you like six dollars for a water bottle mm-hmm. and i feel like that shouldn't be allowed first of all because one it compromises like we said dehydration your safety you're gonna pass out if you don't get enough water yeah but if people don't have the money to get and a water bottle are not gonna want to spend that money it, yeah usually people don't spend the money is the thing and then by you get to hour four in the concert or whatever and you're on the verge of passing out you're gonna feel like you're gonna throw up all this kind of stuff when it could have been easily like you're still gonna make a ton of money because there's thousands of people there exactly it doesn't need to be a six dollar water bottle when you can easily make just not obviously not as much money but a decent amount of money by charging two dollars a water bottle yeah and they have those camelback stations at certain places i don't know if they had it at astral world but i know they had it at Lollapalooza where you could fill up stuff with water but like that's only if you have a camelback or like i don't even know if you can bring water bottles into Lollapalooza like mm-hmm. that so like that's not even helpful and you're right they do they upcharge on everything and guess what the people who came to the concert probably spent all their money to come to the concert they're not going to want to spend money at the concert exactly they're there to enjoy it and not spend twenty dollars on a hot dog you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like nobody's going to want to eat because they want to be enjoying the festival and like getting their money's worth and you're right it's just so expensive nobody wants to spend that much money especially when a lot of people there aren't there to eat they're doing other things (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but just in general, like, what this has made me realize more than anything is that people need to be, have, like, their human perspective on, not put business eyes or money eyes. They just need to look at people as people and worry about safety first instead of worrying about how much money this is going to make me. Unfortunately, like, that's the world we live in. Yeah, I I wish more people thought like that. No, like, I feel the same way as you. Like, people's lives should be more important than the amount of money that you're making Mm -hmm. at a night at Live Nation because Live Nation is a probably makes so much money and as uh, as it is. So it's just like, don't host an event if you're not properly staffed. Exactly. That's like I'm saying. I'm not saying. I'm blaming Travis Scott 100, percent and I'm also blaming Live Nation a lot because. From reading the stuff and people coming out saying that they were hired, like, last minute, didn't even get checked ID'd, like, they were clearly super understaffed but didn't want to disappoint Travis Scott in this <laughs> huge event that they just went through with it anyways, and it bit them in the butt. Like, it, karma, like, it came back for them, and this should make them realize they have to update all of their regulations, because this can't happen again. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, what quite the rules are with staffing at events like this, but it obviously seemed like Astroworld went against the rules in the situation. And I don't know if that's Travis Scott's doing, Mm -hmm. or I don't know if the concert venue made it seem like they had everything perfectly intact and they didn't, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean, And and didn't say anything. Yeah. Which I kind of wouldn't be surprised by because that event probably was making them so much money because there were so many different performers there. So I wouldn't be surprised. And they were paying people under the table. Like, that's really sketchy. Yeah, and, like, I again, on TikTok, I saw somebody who was a security guard be like, this isn't a lot of security guards' first jobs. Like, as you mentioned, like, there are a bunch of last-minute hires. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do this as, like, a weekend gig or they do it as a second job. For sure. It's not their first job. They don't have proper training or experience with it but they're just like i need a couple extra hundred dollars let me go sign up to be a security guard because that's Mm -hmm. pretty easy Mm -hmm. and people usually think that this stuff doesn't happen so they're like oh it'll just be easy i'll just get to watch the show the whole night yeah for sure because you think that there's because usually at events like that they have so many people on staff Mm -hmm. and i was reading about one guard that said that he was thrown all the way to the front to the where the mayhem was happening and he was freaking out didn't know what to do because he's never been in that situation before mm-hmm. um my question to you is what do you think behind the conspiracy side of it have you heard about it right i now? have so for anyone who hasn't heard about it there are conspiracies online that um if you're unfamiliar with the illuminati it's kind of the same type of thing that essentially travis scott sold his soul to the devil and this is an event purposely set up so that people would die as a sacrifice exactly for some illuminati stuff yeah Mm -hmm. i was just reading about it i don't i don't want to believe it no no but i also don't think it's quite true yeah i like because here's the thing is obvious what i was explaining to my roommate is that there have been events like this in the past and nobody's died at it so i feel like if they were trying to do it as a sacrifice type of thing there would have been easier ways to do it true However, it's obviously a good cover-up by them just saying, oh, we were understaffed, we had no idea, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about it in that perspective. But, yeah, for sure. No, honestly, like, I don't know, I'm just a big (laughs) chunky when it comes to um, that kinds of stuff. So, but I did, like, read all about it and, like, the TikToks. Like, it's, like, my whole TikTok. Like, Mm -hmm. everything on my TikTok. It's just, like... Oh, the upside down cross when you walk in, and then it's like, see you on the other side. That he had, like, oh, yeah, I saw that one too. Just, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, performers who do stuff like that freak me out. Like, I went to a 21 Savage concert at Lollapalooza just because I had, didn't have anywhere to go at that time, and I went to it, and it was like scary. Like, the mosh pits are scary, the red flashing devil stuff everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. I get it, like, that's a rapper's thing, I guess. Their mm-hmm. specific rapper's thing, but like, yeah, so that's it's like. Are you doing it because it's trendy or are you doing it because you actually believe in that stuff? Exactly. And we just don't know. We'll never know. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't want to pin it on that, and I don't think I ever will pin it on no. that. But it's interesting to read about. Though. It definitely is interesting to read I love about. reading about the Illuminati and rich people. It's so interesting to read about. Do you believe in the Illuminati? No. <laughs> I don't want to... I don't want... I don't know. Well, the thing is, like, I just... just I know people are crazy and make that stuff up and like, oh, there's see this little thing in the back of this music video. This means they're connected to the Illuminati. Like, <laughs> just like, I don't know. I think there is a little group for rich celebrities, oh, like underground or mm-hmm. something, that they do some stuff. But like, there's definitely shady I don't know stuff if I going would on. Connected the to the devil, per se. Yeah, I don't think it goes that. Far. I think it's probably money ridden. 
is like obviously like the background of it, but like I wouldn't say they were they're Satanists or devil yeah, worshippers no. or anything. But I was like also reading just like nobody like he. It's been shown like probably for a while now he's not going to perform a concert. Oh like, yeah, like he was supposed. My friend is going to the Vegas. Um, what is it? The, the there's a another music concert happening this upcoming weekend in Vegas. Oh really? Four day concert and Travis Scott was supposed to headline the Saturday performance and he backed out. Don't know if that if he wanted to back out or, or if him. it was his management who told him you just can't do this. Not even his management. If you think about it, it could be these venues like turning him down now after that happened. Yeah, but yeah, for safety not, reasons. Exactly. And I, I wouldn't even want to see him after this, honestly. It would be hard to want to go see him. I, like, I'm not a huge Travis Scott fan, so I, like, can't really speak from that perspective. But just, like, as a tiny um, little woman that I am, I would not feel safe. No. Just being, especially with what happened at Astroworld in the back of my mind, I would not feel safe in no. that environment at all. Yeah, and I feel the same way, especially, like, being in that environment, like, when I was in high school and, like, being at a concert where I've been squished like that, that was probably nothing compared to Astroworld. But, like, mm-hmm. in that moment, I was terrified. Mm-hmm. And I felt that I wasn't going to get out. And I, that's why I can, like, to a T, relate to those people who were, like, freaking out and, like, begging these people for help and nobody would help. And it's, like, that's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like, I see videos of ASAP Rocky at a concert and this, these two girls are getting squished and he literally stops his performance and was like, if you guys don't help those two girls... Like, like, what are you doing, bro? Like, he was, like, telling everyone to get away from them and, like, move away. Like, it's just, like, I see celebrities like that, and then I see celebrities like Travis Scott, and it's, like, it's not like that's not normal to do. Multiple Mm -hmm. performers have stopped their concert due to stuff like that. Exactly. And as it, it, it just, it's, like, the rage that he had in his music just kept getting higher as the night went went on. Mm -hmm. It was never dropping down. It was just getting more and more aggressive. Like, first... it all started when Travis walked on stage, and then he brought out Drake, which yeah. that just escalated the whole situation For further. Sure. Which I don't know if Drake is supposed to perform at the Vegas thing this weekend, but if he is, I would. Um, if he hasn't canceled his set already, and magically he's listening to it, um, cancel your set. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely will be checking in on my roommate this whole weekend and making yeah. sure she's okay because I don't I know how many people are supposed to go that. to this festival, but. Definitely scary, but it, it's just the whole the whole situation. It just makes you put things into perspective. Like, don't put yourself in harmful situations. And as mm-hmm. as sad as it is, that concert was not safe. Exactly. And if you were one of those people who literally broke in and trampled people to get in, you are a part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And if you can't acknowledge that, then or the people who just kept partying and like perform like singing and dancing when there's people underneath you like you're a part of the problem like we just need to realize that it's just like everyone's kind of very worried about themselves which mm-hmm. i get and of course worry about yourselves but in those instances you have to be what is the word you have to be aware of your surroundings exactly that's and what i was gonna say next. especially in that sense because there were so many young kids there, and it makes me so sad to just read these stories about kids in comas and, like, young, like, the, this girl and her best friend went to the concert together, and then her, she died. Her mm-hmm. Their best friend died. Like, a 16-year-old to go through the death of their friend in that way is so hard. And, like, these people are going to be traumatized for a very long time, oh, regardless if they lost someone or not. 
Mm-hmm. Anyone who's at the concert is could be suffering from PTSD right now. Oh, for sure. And, and like it's scary. Mm-hmm. But people who know someone who's died from the concert, even if they didn't attend the concert themselves, could also be suffering from PTSD. Like this is not something to joke around with no, at all. Wrong. Mental health is not a joke. PTSD is a real thing that people suffer from. Oh my god. And if you Especially have been through a situation like this and now are claustrophobic or anything, like I would totally recommend going to talk to someone yeah. about being and getting possibly diagnosed with PTSD because that could possibly what yeah. is wrong. That whole thing was scary. And another thing to connect to the whole like venues and like stuff like that. I was reading the another thing I read about Live Nation is remember that shooting that happened at that Vegas concert? Mm-hmm. That was a Live Nation concert that they. But I understand like that was targeted. But, like, still, there was not enough security to control that I was reading about. And then there was also another instance where, I don't remember what happened, but it was another concert where they were just not following protocol, and it affected them in the long run. And it's just, like, I understand that through COVID, that concert concert venues went through probably a lot of hard times when it came to money, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean costing people's lives. And that's exactly what Live Nation did. Yeah, and I mean, like... We have increased security so much since 9-11 and since, um, like, the Manchester shooting. Like, this shouldn't be any different. Like, like, if a concert venue has a max capacity, absolutely no reason should they be going over the max capacity. And they should be following the... There shouldn't even be a minimum of security guards, honestly. Like, they should be trying to get as many people as possible. I agree. Like... It's just, it's ridiculous, and this whole situation makes me so mad. Me too. It makes me so sad, because, oh, like, what, the oldest person that died was, like, in their 30s. Like, and the rest like of them were, like, teenagers, teenagers and college and, like, students. early 20s, and the, yeah, college students. There were two students who went to Naperville High School. Yeah, and that also kind of hits home for us, too, because, mm-hmm. yeah, we are, we're not from there, but that's a town in Illinois that I'm familiar with. Like, exactly. Our um, editor-in-chief, that's where she went to high school. So Oh, yeah, she was. Yeah. I don't think she knew those two boys directly, but she definitely knows somebody who knows them. Exactly. Which is horrible to think about. And what is also noticeable is that it's affected our editor, too. Like, she really was like, this whole thing affected her because of that. And there's a connection everywhere to everyone, honestly, about this, what happened. And it's sad, and it it makes it makes you kind of, like realize things like okay let's take a step back and realize like maybe I don't need to be doing things like that or Mm -hmm. or like maybe this makes me want to send a very strongly lettered worded letter to Live Nation and be like okay like change needs to be done exactly that we shouldn't be losing lives in this way Mm -hmm. absolutely not we already lost so many people due to the pandemic we should not be doing we should not have to be dealing with these so such sad and tragic situations like, what happened at Live Nation was not inevitable. Like, this was easily prevented. And oh, that, yeah. that's what makes it so frustrating. Exactly. Celebrities thinking that they can uh, kind of, like, use their power. Oh, yeah. And I hope Travis Scott stays canceled for a long time. Yeah. He's going to have to do... If he comes back at all, he's going to have to do a lot of work to um, repair his image. Which, as he should. Like, no. sh- it should not be an easy thing to come back from. Absolutely not. Not when people were killed. I just hope that this is a lesson for, like, all performers and all concert goers in a sense where, like, safety, um, you need to be more safe. Maybe not do, put down the bad stuff and, like, put, dr- drink some water. Um, <laughs> don't, it's just, 
and definitely just hold people accountable. Like, Live Mm -hmm. Nation needs to be held accountable. Travis Scott needs to be held accountable. You're right. I don't want him to be in the limelight. He doesn't deserve to be in the limelight because then that just shows what he did was okay, and it was not. Mm -hmm. For anyone who is planning on going to a concert recently, please take care of yourself. Take care of those around you. Even if you don't know who the person is, just be aware of your surroundings. If someone looks like they need help, offer help as best as you can, even if it's just a simple 911 phone call. Yeah. If you can't... Just asking if they're okay. Exactly. Like, there is no, like, it's not weird to ask people if they need help. Especially when they are, like they're about to pass out. Chances are, if you if you feel like you need to ask them if they're okay, they're not okay. Yeah, exactly. It's just a very scary thing, and just, we need to be more aware, like we said, and more uh, held accountable, mm-hmm. everyone on all ends. Exactly. All right. Well, if you guys listening have any opinions on this, feel free to comment or email San- Sandra and I. Like, We'll gladly engage in some dialogue about this because, as yeah. you can see, we're very passionate about it. Yeah, drop, drop some questions to us. We're always welcome to people asking us things and expressing their opinions, especially on this, because there's a lot of different stances that people have on it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. This has been an episode of Tea Time. I'm one of your hosts, Elizabeth Urban, one of the news editors at The Vidette. I am your other host, Sandra Sparza, news and features reporter at The Vidette. And we'll see you next time. All right. Bye, guys.